Attention all podcasts of the Solar Federation. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. We have assumed control. The intergalactic boombox. A man walks into a bar and says, Ouch! It was an iron bar. Whoa, dude, that's awful. Yeah, it really hurt. I meant a joke. Gosh. Hey, don't look at me, mate. Blame one of their listeners, Zyka Boy. He sent that in as a boostergram with 21 sets from a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. Whoa, that really didn't sound like you were reading. Props for the hard sell, though. Yay. Zyka Boy, thank you for the value for value, mate. Although the value in your dad joke's questionable, the monetary value donated is totes appreci. Did you hear? What? They're not making 12-inch rulers any longer. Oh, hey, why did the crab cross the road? It didn't. It used the sidewalk. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, your weekly dose of 15-minute ear spank. Ew. It was right. I'm Kyle Bear, voice actor. You can hear in theaters and IMAX this weekend as Gohan in Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And if you're not listening on the weekend of August 19th, this is highly dated and makes no sense. But anyway, the podcast can be enjoyed on all platforms. But for the full enhanced experience with bonus features like images and chapters and streaming value for value support, listen on a free podcast player app from newpodcastapps.com. The Intergalactic Boombox brought to you by many non-existent sponsors like Uncle Pilbo's House of Pencil Shavings. Select members of the studio audience will receive a free audio CD of sight gags, pantomimes, and white noise in concert. Now let's give some love back to our sad cats. <coughs> Listeners who stream micropayment support to this particular show, comprised of sats or satoshis, hence the name sad cats, alongside custom messages called Boostagrams. Boost! Anu Cool says, very unique podcast. 10 sats. Radray says, cool. 95 sats. Bode is late. 19 sats and says, so fun. Satellini Millionaire sends 20 sats. Sat is faction for you. I see what you did, man. Now people are going to send more dad jokes. That's okay. Yeah, boostagram some some uh, dad jokes. Ah. Anonymous sent 48 sats and says, love the jokes and appreciate you supporting the ecosystem. T-Man Not He-Man sent 10 sats. Oh, no, I've been mispronouncing Constantine for all these years. Thanks for the tip. I'll have to check out the new Sandman movie. Well, it's a TV series on Netflix. And uh, Neil Gaiman says, yeah, Constantine, even though the world has been calling him Constantine for decades. But, you know, tomato, tomato, gif, jif. Stefan sent 95 sats and was planning to put this on in the background and just collect the sats. Ended up listening to the whole thing and enjoying it enough to send a boost. <laughs> also following for more. Yeah, if you use the Fountain app. You actually get paid in Satoshis to listen to podcasts, and then it can add up in your podcast wallet, and then you can choose to share some of that back to the podcast that are value for value enabled like this one. Crypto Dog sent 48 sats and says, crazy podcast with fun characters. Proof of Life sent 475 sats and says, no report of how many stars from Shiggles count in number 64. Let me check on him. Shiggles, are you uh, still counting all the stars in the entire universe? Oh, you made me lose count. Oh, sorry. Rich Rose sent 500 sats and says, always entertaining. I don't know why he suddenly sounded like James Brown. Jean sent five sats and says, boosted. Yup. Boosted. P Ninja sent 951 sats. Thanks for the laughs every week. Jack Spurco sent 5,000 sats. Third. 
Loving your show. Been podcasting for 14 years and have done over 3,000 episodes. You should have uh, plugged your show in your uh, Boostergram message here. But anyway, <laughs> okay. You have a one-of-a-kind thing going on. Makes me laugh. I think Conspiracy is my spirit, brother. Aww. DW Ducks in 100 Sats says, Listening to this show on the bus is a great way to get the seat all to yourself as you stare ahead and laugh randomly. If anyone asks, I tell them I've got IBB. Works every time. Enviega said 60 sats and said, best finding on Fountain. The Fountain app is awesome. But so are all podcasting 2.0 apps from newpodcastapps.com. See what I did there? And Anonymous sent 2,000 sats and says, dating with a aliens do not need backpack. LOL. Is that English? The question of the week. Snoop Dogg is releasing Snoop Loops with a sales portion going to charity. Bringing a whole new meaning to the word edible. Is there a cereal that they don't make anymore that you miss? Meatus from Fun Fact Friday sent 23,750 sats. I miss Grape Nut O's. It was like Cheerios, but Grape Nuttier. Pocket Parlay sent 1,500 sats. Never big on cereal, but enjoy pancakes, bacon, and eggs. Thanks for making my Fridays just a little bit better. Thanks for the sats, dude. Maria Woodland Forest says, This cereal was part of my childhood. I loved it so much as a kid. And sent a picture of the Powerpuff Girls from Kellogg's. Exodus misses Waffle Crisps. Mike Payne, a buddy of mine from back in the radio days, says, Banana Frosted Flakes were really good. Uni's Potty Mouth says, Tony's Cinnamon Crunchers barely lasted two years. They were one of my favorite treats as a little kid. Blandation says, Big Mix. Never even heard of that one. Gears of the Dead misses Captain Crunch Choco Donuts. Kai Pro Ren misses Super Mario Cereal. Romy Perez loves Mickey's Magics. Sir Raleigh Pickens says, Best food marketing ever. Two cereals, one box. The Nintendo Cereal System. With fruity-flavored Super Mario Brothers and berry-flavored Zelda. Evan Bramer says, Rice Krispie Treats. Ozzy Lot says, Pac-Man Cereal. Waka, 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 waka. Acid Hybrid misses Spider-Man. Spider-Man. You ever had a nickname and a funny story behind it? Like back in high school on the drum line, I knew another kid, and they all, all these kids called him Bucky because he had buck teeth. So every time Bucky Barnes would come on screen in the MCU, I would just inadvertently think about Bucky with big buck teeth. Looks nothing like Sebastian Stan. Uh, some people's nicknames are easier to remember than their real names. I'm terrible with names just because I'm nice and senile. Better with faces. And sometimes those nicknames come with some sort of embarrassing backstory, but I want to know yours. We're all friends here. This is audio, so we can't see you. We'll just silently judge you. But seriously, throw me some nicknames from your past. And why were those nicknames given? Send your reply in a boostergram in a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com or tweet at boomboxpod. Hulu slash Disney have such a ginormous smash hit on their hands with Prey that it's inevitable that more adventures are a-coming. But not in a way you might think. Not yet, anyway. As the Mouse House has drawn up plans for a, wait for it, Disney Plus Predator series, aiming to soak up more of a teenage audience. Now, before everyone freaks out, specifics have not been announced. Social media bursting at the seams to see more Rastafarian alien hunter adventures throughout different times in history. You know, cowboys, samurais, just drop them in any time period. It would rock, just like Prey did. 
And hey, maybe they could even get away with an actual alien crossover and do it right this time. Now I get it, going from R-rated to PG-13 territory, that doesn't usually bode well. But there is a lot of uh, more adult fare on Disney Plus nowadays. I believe both Deadpool movies are on there censorship-free. Prey is distributed internationally on Disney Plus and Hulu in North America. It's got the highest rated entry in the entire franchise on Rotten Tomatoes, currently sitting at 92% fresh and the most viewed property on Hulu ever. Some fans are even preferring it to the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic original. Just like John Favreau and Dave Filoni reinvented Star Wars in an episodic TV format, maybe Dan Trachtenberg could be hired to sprinkle some more magic that he's proven he can whip up. If it bleeds, they can milk it. Working in voiceover, a good chunk of my career path has included dubbing. And in the past 10 years, a huge increase in live action dubs of European or Asian movies or just global movies, really, and TV shows, too, that end up on Netflix or other streaming platforms. Back in the day, if you watched a foreign movie dubbed, it was very noticeable because the words rarely match the lip sync, the acting's awful, or there's questionable dialogue choices. And nowadays, even to this day, despite the voice talent being top-notch, way better acting, the sheer technical obstacle of making things sound and look natural and conversational for an English dub for live action always feels like an uphill battle. Now, how about watching TV or airline edits where the profanity gets redubbed and watered down and sticks out like a sore thumb? All them mother-loving snakes on a mother-loving plane. Enter Flawless, a deep fake AI tech company that reanimates the mouths of on-screen actors in live action to precisely match the equivalent dub dialogue. Founder Scott Mann used his company to do some tweaks to help his new indie action thriller fall to maintain a PG-13 rating. So uh, check the link in the show notes or on the image in the Podcasting 2.0 app you can see displayed right now as you're listening to watch a really impressive demo of Flawless AI. It showcases short clips from famous movies dubbed into other languages, but the mouths move in the same exact way that those languages would. It's really impressive. It's cool stuff. Scott's movie Fall Looks pretty intense, too. It's about a couple of thrill-seekers who end up climbing a TV tower and get stuck up there. I know that doesn't sound exciting, but watch the trailer. The trailer's on the link, too. Ah! And all this stuff makes me wonder if dubbing will become any easier in the future. You know, it's like, hey, Kyle, just, just match the timing. Uh, don't worry about the lip movements. So just reanimate and match your performance. I, mean, I have no clue how expensive this process is because uh, dubbing is notoriously cheap. Hence, streaming platforms gobbling up content left and right because it's the easiest way to fill an, an available library with content. So uh, a similar process has existed in video games for a good while where the mouth flaps would be reanimated to match the English voice track. It's been used multiple times in AAA games. Done it many times with the Dragon Ball series. Like before we start recording dialogue, in the character voice, we have to speak all the vowel sounds, which will ultimately get scanned into the computer and build a reference for animators. So if I'm Gohan, I'm like, A-E-I-O-U. You sound stupid, but it ends up the animation actually matches your performance. We don't typically see the cutscene footage because the animation isn't done yet. So instead, we match the timing of the original language. So AI making live action dubs for all languages looking organic, that's a great thing. And it's a huge leap forward in making this particular niche of entertainment not feel contrived. On the other hand, AI stealing voice actor jobs by emulating their voices so studios can get out of paying them, or dubbing over and reanimating people on video to say things they didn't say or do and frame them, that's a huge problem. <laughs> There are hundreds of supposedly haunted hotspots all over the world, but Oklahoma is home to some unique ones, to be sure. Alleyways, train tracks, and now we are going live to EVP, Paranormal Investigator, reporting 
live on this pre-recorded podcast uh, from a haunted parking lot located at 10 East 21st Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Pete, are you there, bud? Ah, right here, Kirk. Kyle. So, EV Pete, are you investigating the ghost of EVs, like electric vehicles or something? Or uh... Nope. May I remind you, sir, my name stands for Electronic Voice Phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Yay for earworms. Reminds me I need to go to the doctor. Any hoozle, this land, this parking lot is currently occupying, used to be the location for what came to be known as the Hex House. Hope you don't have halitosis. This was a duplex from the 1940s, which was occupied by three ladies. One of them, Carol Ann Smith, put a hex on Virginia Evans and Willetta Horner. Which, please. And those two gave up all their money in exchange for the promise of eternal happiness in the afterlife. These broads got duped <laughs> and were held prisoner in a basement for seven years. Meanwhile, upstairs, Smith was rolling in the dough from scams and fraud and supposedly dabbling in the dark arts. Ooh. Okay. So is the Hex House still there? Nope. Torn down in the mid-1970s, but the basement was located right underneath where this parking lot is today. Okay. People hear muffled sounds and cars starting and moving on their own, headlights blinking randomly, and I think the dead might be trying to communicate through car stereos. Sounds legit. In fact, I'm sitting in my Volkswagen and about to surf the AM-FM dial for any supernatural frequencies. All right, then. Let's see. Oh, Jeebus, help me. I found a parking lot demon. <laughs> it's screaming at me from beyond this world. Actually, Pete, I'm, I'm sorry. That's my Apple Music. It's Bluetooth streaming into your car for some reason. That's my death metal playlist. <laughs> you just about gave me a heart attack, Clyde. <laughs> if only. Conspiracy here from my top secret underground bunker in Pahrump, Nevada where everyone likes their eggs sunny psyop, if you get my drift. It's time for all the news you can't use. Page one. TikTok user Time Voyaging claims to have time traveled from our distant future and has announced events that will occur in our near future. Uh, why can't this bozo just give us some stock market stats so we can cash in and make the Illuminati drop a deuce? <laughs> anyway... Among his revelations are that aliens are among us. Well, hippity-dippity-duh. I've been saying this for years. Aye. Aliens, President County Forkin. Hello. Anyone who's listened to this show over the past year knows that we exist, but... I wonder if this TikToker can let us know if we'll become influencers. You keep your influenza away from me. And your tentacles, too, you creepy octopoid putz. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Supposedly, ten lucky humans will get superpowers from the sun. Another world, called Azawa, will be discovered and is actually inside the Earth. Oh, and wait, here's my favorite. A zombie pig will supposedly escape a lab and infect up to 60% of all pigs. I love me a good heap and helping of bacon, but if anything on my plate starts coming back to life, we're gonna tussle. I don't know about you, but I'm not hip to the idea of eating food that can eat me at the same time. Page two. People are generally stupid, but you know who gets the blame a bulk of the time? Dogs. Man's best friend. 
They give all their loyalty, and for what? Where's your homework, Junior? Point at the sad puppy. Who farted? Wow, Rover, we're gonna have to change your diet. But Nathan and Rachel Lamette from Salem, Oregon have a legit case. See, they thought they had enough chew toys for their canine companions, Apple and Jack. But a winning lottery ticket that ended up on the couple's ottoman ended up shredded. Nathan managed to piece it back together, sorta, kinda, maybe, not really. And the Oregon Lottery Committee showed mercy and awarded them their coveted prize of $8. Not quite the uh, grand prize of $25,000, but hey, it's the principal, by gum. Page three. Any body part can be put on display in a museum. Just ask my ex. Oh, wait, you can't since I... Anyway, mammoths were fascinating creatures from the Ice Age. Think hairy elephants. Oh, that's one of my favorite singers from back in the day. Jumping in the line, rock your body on time. Okay, I believe you. Dan, that was Harry Belafonte. <sighs> Herbert, some people have muffin tops. You are a muffin top. I love you, Ken. Grow hair, Kojak. Much like elephants today, these primordial pachyderms were nursed. So you can imagine museum curators at the Waco Mammoth National Monument in Texas were feeling fat and sassy when a rare mammoth nipple was added to the collection. When in doubt, boobs, 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 boobs. Ken, you need a hug. And you need to floss with piano wire. And I'm spent. Conspiracy here, and that's all the news you can't use from my dump in Parump. Aw, look at the time. The Intergalactic Boombox is 100% gluten and soy-free, but chock-full of nuts. Guests stay highly sedated and kept overnight at Mel Moogle's Mattress Shack. This episode features strobe lights and can cause epileptic seizures. Whoops, I probably should have led with that at the beginning of the episode. Remember, kids, the wise words of Sir Norman Wisdom. As you get older, three things happen. The first is your memory goes, and I, I can't remember the other two. Till next time. Doodles. <laughs>